What's going on, baseball fans? Welcome back to the one and only Turning Two podcast. There's not a single other baseball podcast out there. So, supply is high, demand, no. Demand is high, supply is low. We, not a business pod. What is this? Yeah. There's so, nothing else. Yeah, dude. You're, was... you're stuck with us. Enjoy this pod. We're going to talk baseball. And it's a Friday fun dump. So, you're in for a treat. We're going to discuss some trade rumors, some ideal trades. Trevor Bauer being a goon on the mound, and a bunch of other stuff. Not off to a hot start there. Come on, kid. What are you doing? You want to know what it is? I mean, it's because now you're. One could say. It's your, one could say it is a hot start. Well, it's because you're officially twenty and stupid now. That's what happened. I am. Yeah, you, I'm not a teenager. You finally I'm had a 20. birthday. You've been lying, to everybody, saying we're twenty and stupid. You were secretly nineteen and ashamed of your age. <laughs> I know. I am kind of exposed now, a little bit. Are you like Lord? You know how she, like, lied that she was, like, 27? Or, like, she was 20 when she was, really, like, 32 or something? I didn't know about this. Is this a conspiracy yeah, theory? No, it was actually, like, proven. It was, like, a Lord Age conspiracy. Or Lord Age, like, controversy. Go look it up after. Oh, like, she, she marketed herself as, like, like young and fun, but she was really just, like, 30. Exactly. She was, like, a Dominican Republican player coming over saying he was he's 21 mm-hmm. when reality's 34. I am 12. I am 12 years old, and he looks like he has a full-grown beard, and you're like, who is this guy? That's a little fun thing to start start this dump off hot. Dump? <laughs> Why did we... Who chose this name? <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> I did, yeah. Um, Little League World Series. I think would have been this week or last week, and we missed it, so... Rest in peace. That's honestly one of the most fun baseball things, and we love baseball, fun baseball stuff. That's literally what this pod is about. And next year, we get a deep dive into the Little League World Series because it's just so good, and I missed it this year. I love the Little League World Series. I completely forgot it would have been this week or next week. That breaks my heart when you just said that. Every year, I watch the Little League World Series. I remember it was one of the things that like first dragged me into baseball when I was a kid because mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this is sick. These are like my age. It's crazy how good... 12, these 12 year olds are like when you look at a 12 year old when i was 12 i literally looked like an oyster and these kids <laughs> are so good at baseball it's nuts the, the pitchers are not great but the hitters like didn't mm-hmm. wasn't big al like didn't big al come from the little league worth big al the legend big al and i hit dingers i just hit just dingers big al yo <laughs> how much what are the odds that he makes it to the major leagues one day and then you just call him young al come on this kid's going to be a ridiculous beast. No, I, I don't think he's making it to the big leagues, sadly. Why? He hits just dingers. Don't put him down. I want to get... Can we get some Big Al merch going? Just dingers? That's what I want. Is that, yeah. is that too out of date? Probably a little out of date, but... Oh, well. Probably probably like three years out of date, yeah. Not not the best topical merch drop. <laughs> not the best topical merch drop. Hey, uh, but we missed the Little League World Series, but we still have regular baseball going on, so... We do have the MLB, and quick update, like... How is life with baseball? Because it seems like, what, four, three, four weeks ago, we were sitting here saying, I'm so excited for baseball. I hope it happens. And baseball has been so good. I feel like we should acknowledge that because there's a lot of stuff going on. and But we have baseball. Yeah, not the best time in the world, but baseball is – I feel like baseball has served a really good purpose this year of being, like, an escape, at least for me. Like, it's the quality on the field is at an all-time high – and something that stood out to me, if you're on Twitter, if you're not, if you're a baseball fan and you're not on baseball Twitter, you're just missing out because it's so good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the amount of athletic players just making ridiculous throws and like just athletic play all over the diamond. Like Mike Yastrzemski had an amazing home run robbery. Raymond Laureano threw a bullet 
from center field. So did uh, mm-hmm. Victor Robles. People are gunning people out at first base from deep center field like it's nothing. It is amazing. I, I wonder if that is a trend we're going to see with pitching has been low, I think. A lot of injuries of pitchers. I think almost 100 pitchers are on the DL so far in like 30 games. That's a little unfortunate. Very unfortunate. And these hitters and fielders, they've just been in the lab all quarantine. They were going to the field. They were getting stronger. I think you see a lot of the hitters just flourishing. Well, the pitchers are like, I haven't thrown in a while. We're just looking rough out here. Yeah, all the pitchers are out there getting hurt or on pitch counts like Blake Snell, and none of them can really get really get going. We did have a couple stud pitching performances, a little preview. We're gonna, I have a question for Jack later in the show that I think will catch some okay. viewers' eyes. But, uh, yeah, the, I think the fielders and the product on the field has just been at an all-time high. We had such a fun week in baseball, and it's literally only getting better, and we had the peak of the season, in my opinion, this week with the no-no hitter by Lucas Giolito. Guy shoved. Lucas, Kenta Maeda tried to do it, but he failed. And Lucas Giolito came out here and shoved. No hitter with one walk. 101 pitches. I believe it was 13 strikeouts. His slider and changeup were nasty in that game. So good. And I think that solidified the White Sox as America's second darling. Kind of like... That was one of my questions um, for you today. Are the White Sox or the Padres a darling? Because here, let me let me do it. So earlier this week, everybody's got eyes on the White Sox. Padres took a couple days off from the headlines. Lucas Giolito goes out there. He shoves. What a career turnaround, by the way. Two years ago, he had the worst ERA in baseball. Now he's out here dealing with the White Sox, shoving. Unsung hero of that game, James McCann, was spotting balls mm-hmm. like no one's business. Great, great oh, job. Yeah. Um, so they go out, they have the no-no hitter against the Pirates. They're the story of the week. Jose Abreu last weekend hit six bombs. But then today, the Padres are down four runs in the bottom of the seventh inning of a doubleheader. So it's only a seven-inning game against the Mariners. And they storm back for seven runs to walk off against the Mariners. And the kicker at all, they had two outs before they started scoring any runs. I can't wait to watch that highlight. So good. I think they have to be more fun than the White Sox. Or maybe I'm just more on the Padres hype train. I ordered a Tatis jersey. I love him. Um, And Hosmer, I kind of love Hosmer. Hosmer is a lovable guy. And Manny Machado is a hero now. Everybody loves Machado. He He had free dingers today. I do have to say, he had three home runs. Three home runs. Two in the first one and then one in the doubleheader that's happening right now. So he could have more now. Oh, have to turn that on. Um, who is the more fun team? Because I'm definitely on the Padres train, but the White Sox, they got a Brayu, they threw a no hitter, they got Luis Robert or Robert, who I don't think he's doing that good because I haven't heard his name a lot. Maybe he's just doing all right. But they got a bright future, they got Moncada, and their best young pitcher isn't even pitching this year. So who are you on the White Sox train or the Padres train? Because I am three stops down on the Padres train. I'm full I'm, steam ahead. I'm still full steam ahead on the Padres train. I'm riding front seat next to the conductor. I'm tooting the horn, filling up the coal. Like, give me the Padres. But the White Sox are making... The only thing with the White Sox is for... They, they don't have a Tatis yet. Like, Tim Anderson's the swag father. We love him. Mm-hmm. And, but I really think that 
if Michael Kopech was pitching this year and he was out there just shoving at 100 miles per hour each pitch and just yelling in people's face, I'd be fully on them. There's 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 so much fun, but there's they're just missing one thing for me. I don't know what it is. Whereas the Padres, maybe it's the uniforms. I'm just more into the Padres uniforms. That's probably it for me, but they they don't have the um It seems like they're not they seem older. They do. No, even they they're not. They seem a little older. They do. Yeah, they're like Tim Anderson's a little older even though he's so dope. Like Jose mm-hmm. Abreu's also a little older whereas the Padres just have this feel of they're like a tw- they fit 2020 baseball. Everything that baseball yeah. should be in 2020. Just fun, swag, bat flips, big time home runs. And that the Padres uh the White Sox have the same thing. I just think that maybe they came on a little too late, so now everybody's already on the Padres bandwagon. So maybe it's a little hard to be like, oh, now I'm going to go White Sox. We're kind of stuck on the Padres. Yeah, I do think that might benefit the White Sox, though, because you got to get it going late in the season. I hope the Padres don't bottom out. And that brings me to my next topic. Do you think the Padres have the pitching? No. But... I'm ready to make a hot take that probably is going to bite me in the ass, but who cares? I'm going to take it. I think the Padres are a team. Like, they're having, like, one of those seasons. Confirmed are a team. But, like, no, they're having one of those magical sports seasons, and I'm willing to make a bet that they may win the World Series. I think they're going to win the World Series. I really do. A lot. I hope they do. But a lot would have to go right. I think the deadline is going to be huge for the Padres because I don't know too much about their pitching. Forgive me, I'm not. I didn't do my research there. I know Paddock's struggled a little bit, but they've got um, who's that dude? Garrett Richards. He's he only threw two innings last time out. He didn't pitch great. Yeah, but uh, they're A's right now. Uh, Frankie Montas is on the A's. No, give me, who's the guy? Give me a sec. I'll pull it up. But young dude, but he's shoving. But so they have, but they've been winning games. So I think because their offense is the most is the most dynamic in baseball right now. But the, yeah. so the deadline, I think they need they need a starter. I would assume probably. But the thing about the the Padres is they have the number two ranked farm system in baseball. So they got a lot to work with. So who are you looking at? Uh, Lamette? Is that you talking about? Yeah, yeah, Lamette. Yeah, he's been shoving. Yeah, I got you. Um, <clears throat> so. Keep shoving, Lamette. We love that. But so they they have a tough bullpen because Kirby Yates and Drew Pomeranz are out. So they need to require a reliever, and they need to require a starter. But the thing is that the Padres general manager said they're looking for upgrades in the organization. So if you're the Padres, you're probably – that's code word for, hey, we didn't expect to be this good. And yeah. we're not going to jeopardize our future and our plan – to get right out on a season when we're probably running to the buzzsaw Dodgers. So it doesn't look like they're adding anything. But as you know, I'm, I'm aboard the Padres wagon. So I'm going to say they're going to win. I will say if they don't add anything, it'll definitely hurt their momentum. Yeah, and I think in the previews we said they need pitching. Because Paddock is their ace and he's not proven. I mean, Lamette's probably overtaken um, Paddock. And it's like, well, we... He's still young, too, so I think if they don't make a move for an ace, they can't go up against the Dodgers. They can't go up against any solid team without that ace, and if they, I don't think their bullpen's been, like, dominant by any means, so that's also an issue there. 
So I that will flawless transition. Want to get into our ideal trades to make me happy? I would, my segment. I would love to, but just quickly, I just have a quick thing for Do- Padres fans, and I would love to hear what people think. Have you watched Chris Paddock pitch a lot this year, like live? I think I've watched a couple games. He, I don't know if this is possible. He looks like he cares a little too much. He's really intense. He's, and I think I've heard some reports about him that he's too into it, that it hurts him a little bit. Like he's he's too hard on, on himself. He's too hard on the ump that it is such a steroid. Like no, he's not on steroids. I I mean, adrenaline junkie. Is, maybe. Yeah, he's such just so hyped up that it's like he might burn out a little bit. I No, but, I agree um, with that. I think he yeah. drains himself mentally and just when he makes a mistake, it's so clear how much it actually affects him. Like, you watch some of these pitchers, they make a mistake. It's like short memory. You need a short memory to be a baseball pitcher. You're going to give up hits. You're going to give up home runs. Welcome to the major leagues. With Chris Paddock, it's like he puts himself in a position where it's either perfect execution or he's so upset. And if you, if everybody knows, like, calm, cool, and collective for a reason, the pitchers who are the best don't feel pressure because they don't let their emotions overtake. Now, there's track record for pitchers being, like, emotional like Max Scherzer he goes out there and he's literally cussing at you as he's throwing a fastball at you so yeah. it can work but I think I think Paddock it's so weird because for such a fun team he doesn't really fit in yeah but he does maybe just because he kind of looks like Garrett Cole he gives me that like ace vibe he has the the presence of an ace I think I think Paddock needs it's gonna take a long I think it's gonna take a lot not a long time, but it's going to take a few years longer than people think for Paddock to really develop into that ace. Because I think he has to like learn. He has to readjust his mental mindset while pitching. Because that's it's see it's it's kind of a problem when you watch it. It's like all right, guy, you gotta you gotta breathe, man, breathe. You're, he sweats a lot too, a lot of sweat. So with that being said about Paddock, can you really say that you think they're going to win the World Series looking at their pitching? I want to I'm, say they can, but I don't know. I'm in a. I'm just in the hot takes. It's sixty game season. Uh, realist odds are against them, but I just think that this. I I like their feel, and I think that you're gonna get a team this year. I think it'd be cool to see. Okay, maybe not pick, but I'm definitely hard pushing for them. Yeah, I had a hot take written down in my notes app for just for today, just for this very moment. I don't think the Yankees, Dodgers, Twins, or Astros, the four big favorites will win the World Series. Well, we've kind of been on that for a while. Well, yeah, I just yawned. but I mean, hot take here. Play along here. Come on, flames everywhere. Where it's There's fire everywhere. This is a hot take. I'm sweating. I'm pretty sure after seeing the season, and the Astros and Yankees probably haven't, their season isn't going exactly how they plan. I, I see one of these middling teams that are going to get hot, like the Padres, like the Rays, something like that. They're just going to come away, and it's just their year. It just seems like it's 2020. I don't think, like, I sadly, I don't think the Dodgers are going to get it, which sucks for them. Well, Walker Bueller just went on a 10-day DL of a blister, and he has he had a rough start to the season, a plus-five year reign, and he started shoving. Uh, in his last start, he looked great, and Bueller's notoriously kind of a late starter, or notoriously these past two seasons. Um, and you know how high I am on Bueller. I think he's the best young pitcher in the game. Out of all the young pitchers, I think by far he's going to be the best. But mm-hmm. that's that could be a big blow for them. And the, on, the only thing with the Dodgers is they have – they don't need to make a trade because they literally have everything on that team. Yeah, they – I mean, they couldn't 
I don't know what they trade for. What do you need? Maybe. Well, because, no, some of their starters are probably going to go into Penn when the playoffs start. So, I I just wonder, the only thing that's interesting to me is how they use Dustin May. Because, are they going to pen him? Are they going to let a rookie start in the playoffs? They did it with Bueller, and he shoved against the Red Sox in the World Series. But, do you do that with Dustin May? Do you risk that? Or do you just throw him in the bullpen and have him come out as, like, your guy? He throws four innings out of Penn just dealing. Well, they lost... um... Ryu in uh, off season, and then Price opted out. So I do think May could sneak in in that third starter. You that is Kershaw, so crazy. Bueller, May, dude, Price opted out. They would have Kershaw, Price, Bueller, Dustin May. Yeah, and we're probably missing people too. I mean, Arias or Urias or Arias, whatever it is. Um, he's. I mean, he's been doing it. You could literally have free legitimate starters, like great starters, in your front of your rotation. And then have the young stud Dustin May coming out of your pen just to show gas. Yeah, Hunt. I mean, I think Dustin Dustin May coming out of the pen is scary, but I mean, even throw him for a couple innings and bring someone else out, like they're they're just set. What if you're a hit a hitter and you have to go nine innings in a playoff game with a tandem Walker Bueller and Dustin May? Hey, you each get half the game. Go out and shove. That's scary. That is I so mean, I'd fun. Throw throw Kershaw then Dustin May. That... You got this lazy curve. That's unhittable, and then you throw Dustin May out there, where it's ninety-seven two seams that are curving more than a frisbee. That is true. I wonder Dustin May's Dustin May pitching style is very interesting to me. I, I'm I'm interested to see his growth as a pitcher because his two seam fastball is elite, and I love the way he deals. But I wonder how he's gonna adjust to like when people start to get a real like book on him. Can we deem him the Rabbit as our second official nickname? Why is a Rabbit? I don't know. Doesn't it just make sense? In a weird way, he's, he gets this high leg kick, so I didn't know if that's what we're going for. He's always stealthy. Yeah, yeah. High leg kick, kind of the hair. It just gives me rabbit feels. I can go with the rabbit. I'm into it. He's got speed, hey, speedy the, pitches. So Yeah, so we got the, the swag father, Tim Anderson, and then the rabbit, Dustin Man. <laughs> the ra- his hair kind of looks like a rabbit. You could mess. Yeah. Or Brillo pad. Who knows? I like that. He's are one. All right, let's get into my segment. This is, the, this is probably going to be the title of the show. Maybe, who knows, whatever I title it tonight when I get lazy. Maybe you'll see no description for this episode. It's who knows? all under my control, so suck it. Are you a dictator but now? Like... Rob Manfred is on the podcast officially. <laughs> yeah, we should get him on. We should reach out. <laughs> yeah, I'll get my guy to talk to his guy. We'll, we'll set something yeah. up. Go to Olive Garden. My mom will call his mom. We'll set up a play date. <laughs> so ideal trades to make me happy this season. And you have some too, I presume. Yes, sir. All right. First one, our Padres. Bring in Lance Lynn. Okay, I'm not on this train. You aren't? No. I mean, the Rangers suck booty. Yeah, they do. The Rangers are terrible, but I just don't think Lance Lynn is a Padre. The Padres are so mm. young and fun, and Lance Lynn looks like the the guy, the bounty towel guy. Like, remember what, you know. I get that. He just does but not give me also, Padres vibes. He's shoving, and he's probably the closest thing you can squeak away of an ace I mean I mean Clevenger's gonna cost an arm and a leg Bundy has a bunch of more years left I think if you can squeeze something for Lance Lynn which the Padres can do if they're trying to I mean there's really no need to because realistically they're not trying to win the World Series this year because they they're the youngest team they have the best farm system and they're still so good but Lance Lynn would be so nice Lance Lynn to the Padres would be fun I just really don't see it as a fit I think the price would be too high. 
I don't know if the Rangers want to sell. The Rangers, who knows what the Rangers want to do? They're the dumbest franchise in baseball right now. They literally, looking at them is like eating a cold McDonald's plain cheeseburger. You're just so confused oh. by it. There's no, there's no sensation. It's just there, and then you feel weird. You feel good because like it's food, but it, you feel bad after you eat it. That's how I feel when I watch a Rangers game. I'm like, ugh. Like, ew. Do I have permission to go absolutely off the rails right now? Yes, I'm fully granted. All right. I got a recommendation today to do um, a best fast food restaurant segment, and I don't think this person knew we were by baseball pod, but still I thought, yeah, like, and you brought up the cold cheeseburger. So what, who are you giving the best fast food burger to? Oh, best fast food burger, easily five guys. I'm on the Five Guys train too. Five Guys so good, so good. It's so unreal. What? Well, what's your order? Oh, I again? well, I can't eat cheese, so I'm going. I'm going plain okay. burger with just ketchup. So just give me a burger of ketchup. That's all I need, man. I'm a plain man. Fries? Yeah, of course the fries. Yeah. And then you take it home and watch a nice baseball game while you eat mm-hmm. that greasy, juicy, ah, del- oh, so yeah. good. What about you? <laughs> well, I'm getting a um, coffee Oreo milkshake. Oh, big into that with a. Cheeseburger with ketchup, mustard, pickles. Sometimes I do some barbecue sauce over the mustard and ketchup, but I'll, I mean, we'll see what we're feeling. Sweet baby Ray's. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. That's a food pod um, now. <laughs> I know that's a little spicy for you, but yo, hey, don't don't hate on me like that. <laughs> but and then sometimes I'll do the fries, but I normally don't. I don't know why, but I'm more the milkshake and the burger can. Is enough. Milkshake's can, a heavy, can, heavy meal. You you be sitting. You can be watching a lot of baseball with that in your stomach. Oh yeah, that yeah. That, I'm rolling around the house after that. That yeah, I'm definitely on the Five Guys train. So it, sure. it seems like our fans are not very in tune to what we talk about. Hey, you guys should do a fast food, <laughs> fast food segment. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. I will say so. Um, McDonald's does not sit well while watching baseball. I just cramp up and I need to take a nap. <laughs> not, not McDonald's is only good if you're on a road trip or it's like three in the morning. I mean. There's really you're not giving me anything. Like hey. I need some more in my older years, I'm twenty now, one foot in the grave. I need a little more you gotta give me something. Like five guys, they got a thing. They got a thing going. They're fresh, they're juicy, they're thick. McDonald's is like, come on. You, like you've sold over three hundred gazillion burgers and you're still giving me this flip like floppy thing. Come on. Hey, don't hate. We need to get a brand deal because when we go to winter meetings twenty twenty one, we're gonna have to eat a lot of McDonald's. <laughs> a lot of McDonald's kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Good. Well, so, if you're going to Mickey D's, are you going nuggets or a burger? Oh, I'm probably going burger just because I'm lazy and dipping the nuggets in the sauce is so much work. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so lazy. <laughs> no, you gotta go ten piece with some honey mussy, honey mussy, mussy, mm. <laughs> dusty may, and, um, honey mussy, <laughs> dusty, dusty may. No, the rabbit. We'll stick with the rabbit. Yeah, the rabbit's good. But yeah, I mean. Trying to think what else. I love me some Chick Fil A. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm about it all. The only thing I'm out on Burger King. Get out of here. You're trash. You don't deserve it. <laughs> Their shakes are so good, though. Yeah, I just lost that brand deal, but I'm sorry, not a big Burger King guy. <laughs> Could do about. I Their, Burger King's interesting because I never had it as a kid. I only was like a McDonald's, and we switched over to Wendy's. But um, Burger King was like no, those are like the the weird neighbors. You just never go there. Like put your head down and walk through. Like not a Burger King family. <laughs> the ones who take the crowns home um, and just never throw them out. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. they have such a wide menu, but it's all not that great. 
but it's so it's like they have a lot of stuff. Let, let's tie it back in the base. Let's tie it back in the base. Where you want to know what Burger King is? Burger King is a 500 baseball team. You go there and you watch, and you're never impressed, but you're never disappointed. You're just like, oh, all right, that was that was a thing. They have so much 500 baseball team. They have talent sprinkled everywhere. Mm-hmm. Burger King got one or two good items. They got a shake, but they're not. They're not executing. They're not executing. They can't put it all together. You're just one okay. d- one day you get a good sandwich and then the next day you get terrible food. Like who knows? It's just 500. That's what it is. 500 baseball teams. I'm liking that. All right, one more food question. All right, I'm here Are for you it. getting chicken sandwich or a burger if you can? You're really hungry, stopping home after work. Chicken Sammy or Bubker? I'm think I'm a chicken Sammy guy. Big, Me too. Big, I think that's the elite answer. Big chicken sandwich guy. The burger is selective on a place. I've never – I don't really have bad chicken sandwiches. I've had some bad hamburgers though, so that's that's where I'm at. So I after our intense game of turning to wiffle ball the other day, I, I stopped at McDonald's and I got a burger. And I'm going to be honest with you. It was one of the worst moments of my life. I was disgusted. What the heck is that? Um, I'm put on the Padres game. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to lash you. We're in the middle of a podcast. And- Come on, what you doing? Live. They're currently down five in the last inning, so we'll see Let's if see they, if they can have a magical comeback dust, again. Dusty magic. But, yes, so tying it back, that's our little food topic. We're a food pod now. We'll start a food pod in the food side. Pod. But, yeah, where the hell were we before we digress? Lance went to the Padres, so you're kind of out on it. <laughs> I'm a little in on it, but you kind of got me out on it too. Um, my next ideal trade that will make my heart happy, we've been on this for a while, Francisco Lindor. Going over to Florida, join the Rays. They're red hot. Imagine Brandon Lowe. Lowe? It's Lowe. It's Lowe. Is it Lowe? Lowe? I think it's Lowe. So. I think it's Lowe. I think it's Lowe. We do this every pod. It's Lowe. <laughs> well, what's better, be Lowe or be Lowe? Be Lowe. It's like be loud, but be Lowe. Below. Below. Oh, that's don't say it like that. Then he's, that's sad. Yeah, no, that's not good. All right, well, whatever his name is. That in the middle infield, Lindor just lining it up in Tampa. I think that it's. I just like it. I like how Lindor in my head looks in a Rays uniform, and I think he could light it up down there and really give this team like the star power. Because as we said in last pod, they don't have a face of their franchise. They don't. Francisco Lindor, that smile, that's one hell of a face to make the face of your franchise. Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful smile. Um, I like that one a lot. There, if in a dream world, I think that fits. I think he could rock that subpar Florida jersey. The only issue, or Tampa jersey, the only issue for me is that the Indians are too good. They're just too good. They can't trade. They are too good. But I, I mean, last year they sold too, and they were still in it. They traded away Bauer, and I mean that is true. They're not resigning Lindor. They've said they're not resigning him. So we'll see. That is true. It's kind of a tough. If you're the Indians, I don't think you're good enough to win a World Series, and you're kind of in a weird position with Lindor, where it's like, all right, do we? Do we trade him? Do we keep him? So that would be the sneaky move. That's I feel like that's a move that's not talked about enough. People kind of just write off the fact that the Indians will trade Lindor, but I t- he could move. That's something you got to keep an eye on. Yeah. When you when you think about it, it's like they're not going to move him. But if there was one trade that would just shock the baseball world, I could, I could kind of see Lindor moving. And everyone's like, that- come on, Indians. What are you doing? That's one of those moves that you won't, if it happens, you're not going to hear anything about it until the deal is finalized. Yep, yeah, it will just be a, a bomb. Bomb. It'll be a Jeff Passan bomb, 
He'll just, yeah. he'll just be on Twitter blowing up the world, and then you'll just be like, oh, Francisco Lindor to the Rays for five players mm-hmm. nobody's never even ever heard of, but they're all going to turn into studs. So Exactly. That's exactly what happened. You got any more for me? Do you want me to go? I got a couple more. Do we go two and two, or should I just do all mine? Uh, I'll hop in real quick because I got a couple. All right, all right. I got okay. uh, good old Mitchie Forbats, Mitchie Merland, okay. going to the Philadelphia Phillies. So – Okay. They have Ryan Hoskins at first base right now, who I believe has an 822 OPS, which is pretty solid. But he walks a lot, though, right? He walks a lot. lot. Mitchell Moreland has eight home runs. The Phillies have struggled. Their pitching has struggled. And I don't think there's anyone at this deadline who's going to be able to help them get that pitching to an elite point. So if you're the Phillies, you've already traded with the Red Sox. So you got a good relationship with her, with Heim over here. Why not go get Mitch Moreland? He's guy's got a World Series. It's routinely clutch. Adds a little winning element to your bullpen. You can start platooning him at first base. You can rotate him through that DH spot. Helps ficking up your lineup. Solid role player on the bench. He's not going to cost you that much. Right there. Nice, easy trade for your Phillies. Add a little depth to that lineup. Give me Mitch Moreland in Philly. Okay. I don't hate that. I do think, I mean, Reese at first base, he kind of seems like, their guy over there, but um, Mitch Moreland, he's, I mean, he'll kill righties, he'll hit some bombs, he is clutch, so I think he is a, sadly, not a lot of teams need a first baseman, but even as, like, a DH, he's, I, he could definitely be a player that can impl- improve almost any team, so. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, so he could be, he'd be really dope to have on a team, so I think that'd be, I think that'd be a pretty cool trade to see, so give me, give me some of that. Yeah. Uh, That'd be cool. All right, what else you got? I got a fun one. This will never happen, but I just really started watching this, and it makes no sense, but it's also pretty cool. I want to see Mike Yastrzemski traded. Ooh, I kind of like that. But I think where I say he's going to go is going to kind of make you feel uncomfortable. I want to see him go to Colorado. I don't know why, but the 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 Rockies have the worst outfield defensively. They still do. It's so bad. Yastrzemski plays a great outfield. The man just hits bombs in San Francisco. So give him some, give him Coors Field. Let this guy get going. And the main reason is if you look at this built man, he's a god looking. He would look so sexy in those uniforms. I need it. But if he can't go to Colorado just because like they're not a real contender. And that wouldn't make a ton of sense. Get him over to the Yankees. Let's get Mike Yastrzemski to the Yankees. I think that'd be kind of a funny story. That'd be crazy. Yeah, I, I think Yankees fans would be heated because that's probably the last thing they need is some out, some like decent outfielders. They really need just pitching. But yeah, I he's good. It just sucks that he's on the Giants right now. It does suck that he's on the Giants. That's what I'm saying. So he's not no, and he's thirty. He's almost thirty years old. So. I don't really know how much longer he's got. Like, not. I don't think he's going to be good for a long time. But he's pro- he may win the NL MVPs this season. Like, sneaky candidate. So, if you're the— It's going to be tough for him because he's on the Giants. Exactly. But if you're the Giants, man, Mike Yastrzemski's not your future. I love the guy, but he's almost 30 years old. You're in a four-free, four-year build, rebuild. He's he's a career minor leaguer. So, this it's a great story, but— if you can get someone to pay out the wazoo for this guy, ship him. Get him going. So that's what I want to see. Yeah. What are some what are some teams that would 
need a bat. Maybe like the Cardinals. The Diamondbacks. They could use a bat. And I, they might be out of it. They have lost seven in a row, so they may be out of it. Um, I'm trying to think of other teams. Padres? Padres. Padres offense is fine. I don't think they need to add. I think they need pitching if we're talking anything there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So maybe Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay could use Tampa. it. Tampa. Mike Brewers Shumfield. maybe if they get in if they get into it a little bit more. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate him seeing him go to Oakland. That could be a cool one. Maybe. Oakland, yeah. The only place I wouldn't want to see him go is Houston. That would hurt my heart because then I'd have to hate him. So, yeah, I I don't think Houston's making any trades. What about the White Sox? I don't I don't know if they have any room in their outfield. Who's their outfielders? I can't say I stopped. They got Eloy Luis and... Ro- Robert, Eloy Jimenez, and I don't know who they have in right. But what if we get Eloy at DH? We get Mike Yastrzemski in the outfield because Eloy plays kind of crappy defense. Well, they got Edwin though. True, but Edwin has him tearing it up, so we'll, we'll sit him down. We'll just, you know, we got to make it work. Who's a right fielder? If it's someone really good, I don't think it's someone really good because I can't think of the top of my head. So that's how I say it. it's not. But who they knows? Have, they have so many players, and I don't know who like plays what. Yeah, I gotta f- catch up more on the White Sox outfield play. <laughs> not not something I'm on to. Yeah, a so lot. they've. Eloy Jimenez and Adam Angle and left yeah. center. They got Luis Robert and then right Nomar Mozara. You, okay, so they could use you could make you could make maybe. room for the NL MVP out there. Come on, what are we doing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Give me yes on the White Sox, the Yankees, one of those two teams. Give me Mitchie Moreland over on Philly. That's what I'm looking for. Okay, those are interesting. I got. Dylan Bundy over to Ooh. our favorite New York Yankees. Dylan Bundy. The, okay, so my only issue with Bundy is I just don't think that Brian Cashman will make that move because he's too smart. And I hate to give you credit, yeah. Yankees, but Dylan Bundy's not a player you trade for. No, but I do think, I mean, just throwing all caution to the wind, get a really good pitcher to a potential really good team, I think it's It'd just be fun to watch because the Angels are just, they're just wasting them over there. Like, it doesn't even matter anymore. So, I think if you get them in the playoffs and stuff, maybe it will crumble. But I think, like, why not? You know, let's just get some good teams going here. A hundred percent. You want, I could, I could see it. I just don't know if the Angels, because if, would the Angels trade him? No. Like, I don't how do so. you, tra- I don't think they would. How do you sign Anthony Rendon? You have Mike Trout and then you, trade away Dylan Bundy who's having make maybe a Cy Young season yeah I, I don't think you really can especially they have him for a couple more years so if they think they figured him out I mean you're clearly not good this year maybe next year you do something you try to sign some pitchers to help him out so maybe we'll I don't really yeah I guess I could just I if Bundy I just think the yeah the Angels couldn't get away with it like publicly like we're gonna start flaming you're selling with this roster, like that's something I don't think that they could get away with. But who knows? Um, now, someone that this is kind of a deep cut. He's kind of sucked this year, and he wasn't great last year. But I still, for some reason, think he has value. And maybe people agree, maybe I don't. You know who Jake Lamb is, my guy? I do. On the D-backs, he was a hot starter. I think he's been cold for a while, though, right? Yeah, not doing great this season. Sub-200 batting average. But I like the way he not, not great. Like the way he picks it. Former All Star, um, had a couple 
past these three seasons, he really has been kind of crappy. But I think he could add a little bit of depth to a contending team. He's a nice little utility player. So I would like to see him ship out. Now, someone, I think this is a true contender move, though. So I'm talking yep. Oakland. I'm talking Houston. And that's probably the only two teams I could see him going to. I see Houston. I mean, it's hard to replace Chapman or Olsen. I mean, they kind of got their corners locked down. But I meant this is like but, strictly um, like a bench player. like Bench bat kind of thing? Bench bat. Like maybe okay. Houston. That's about it, though. I kind of see Houston because Bregman is is he hurt still? Uh, I don't. Maybe I'm not quite sure. No, I'm, maybe not. Maybe I'm just stupid. I can but, find um, out. Yeah, I don't. That one's interesting. I really don't know enough about him. I don't know if teams would want to trade for him. Maybe there's something there, but um, maybe maybe we're ahead of the curve. I don't know. He's he's a, he's a good fielder, so I think he's a could be a nice defensive sub. Um, I could see he's also the big thing for me is that. The Diamondbacks have lost seven in a row, and Jake Lamb's contract ends at the end of the season. So okay. during a normal, if he had like two or three more years, I don't see him moving. But just because the Diamondbacks have lost so many games in a row, they, they're they in last place in the NL West, and his contract ends at the end of the season, I could see him going for a bat and a ball just to get, like, just because they're like, why we need something. Or like, you know what I mean? Just That's the only reason yeah. I bring this up, just because his contract ends. They've probably moved on from him. Uh, it's like who... Do the Diamondbacks have any young talent coming up? Because they they made some weird moves to kind of be decent, but it's like they need this the new young guy to come up and take that team over because it's it's not good enough. Well, if I'm the Diamondbacks, I don't know if they're, they're young talent, but they got a few rentals coming up. So like I think you could see them make a couple moves. Um, I think you could see again Lamb get shipped out, Robbie Ray get shipped out. He's a potential, and then um, Andrew Chafin. So or Chaffin, as I say it. Uh, he's yeah. hurt right now with a finger injury, but I could definitely see him going too. So those are free people that maybe we're going to get some ships out. Yeah. Yeah. That makes some sense. All right. I got one more. All right. Give me it. Mike Clevenger to Ooh. one of the Soxes, either the White Sox or the Red Sox. I can see both happening if Cleveland does want to trade him. Okay. So, hmm. I, Red Sox, they're not. They're they want to be competitive next year, so ship out a lot of talent if Cleveland really wants to get rid of them, and get a really good starter. Um, or the White Sox, they also have some a lot of young talent. Try to win this year. It would. I mean, that's that's an ace for them. So, both Soxes, I think, would benefit from that. But it would only happen if Cleveland. If we're being real realistic, it would only happen if Cleveland just doesn't want him anymore because he's he has like three years left. He's gonna on his contract, he's gonna be unreal for them. But if they want to get rid of him, I think the Red Sox would pay a lot and the White Sox would pay a lot just to have him for this year. So um, could see it happening. Not really, but it's it's really fun to think about. It is. I gotta that one's interesting. Clevenger's love to see what happens with him, but um. That's like a, I want to say no, but I didn't think they would trade Trevor Bauer. And they were like, get out of town. So, who knows? Maybe they will. A little different because of contract, but still. Who knows? Maybe they'll just be like, get out of here. We don't want you. My guy is good old-fashioned Johnny Cueto. Another giant. Yeah, I've heard his name So floating around. Cueto, coming off TJ, he's been pretty good this year. He's my Yankees pitcher. 
Mm. Yeah, I, I knew we were going to get into trades a little bit next episode maybe or the episode after that but um we've seen some starters go off the board so the Yankees got to be getting a little nervous they got to be getting a little nervous and I think that he'll be a little bit of, I think you could get a couple players out there I know Wilmore Flores is a player that could actually add some depth to the Yankees fan to the Yankees as well so maybe you're able to acquire both of them I'm not really sure what the price of Queda would be uh I'm not really sure how much you could yeah. like get for him it's a toughie but I think that he could be a Padres or Yankees. If you're going to add a starter, I think he's a better move than Lance Lynn. I like I like Cueto the Padres. That might be my favorite one this episode. Cueto the Padres, he fits in. He's fun. He does, that fun little leg kick, like his or not leg kick, his weird like pause and turn around, back, turn the back to the batter kind of thing. I I really like that in the Padres uniform. Yeah, he has a 540 ERA this season, so he's not shoving, but. He seems better than that. Like when you, I, I, the only time I've seen him pitch is opening day, and he was shoving. I mean, he looks. I mean, he's he's Johnny Cueto. I I think there is something to be said about what you've done in the past. He's been in those situations. I mean, clearly not the same guy, but maybe you can turn it on for a wild card or, I guess it's a three game series this year. I think that helps the Padres a lot just to have someone eat innings in the regular season and be that impact pitcher just for a few innings in the offs yeah the big thing is for him his innings is not something he's been doing a lot of the past couple years so for Cueto it's a flyer trade if you're a team so if you're the Yankees you're like it's 30 game season if we can just acquire Cueto for a price of a player that we don't need like a player we don't need on a roster anymore got it Yankees fans tell us who you'd be willing to give up for Cueto would Cueto be worth it like is that something you, you try if you're the Yankees. Like, all right, we can't get Clevenger because that's not going to happen. We can't go out. We can't acquire some walkers already off the board. A few other players are already shipped out. Robbie Ray or Johnny Cueto is basically where you're at. Or if you can pay the big bucks and get Lance Lynn. So. Mm. I can't tell if I like Cueto the Yankees or I don't like it at all. It's it's on the border. He would me. look really, really bad in pinstripes. But he would look – I think he can make – Cueto, for some reason, gives me a a vibe where he would shove in New York. Yeah, I think he would. I think he'd go there and just be like, all right, here we go. I'm going to Maybe you can rejuvenate his career, too, if he's in a contending team. You know what I mean? Like, if he's on the Giants right now who are terrible, so maybe it's hard for him to get up. And his stuff looks solid, so if you're able to get him on a contending team, maybe, you know, spark a little fire under the old vet, get a little get a little going, maybe gases for some a ring. Yeah. That's what you see. If he doesn't get hurt, because the trainers over there are clearly doing something wrong. Yeah, that's not a great conversation for a guy coming off Tommy John to go out. Yeah. The Yankees love having Tommy John. I swear, they're just like Dr. Yeah. James Andrews basically has a, a dugout in their in their clubhouse. Like this, is what we're doing? He just hangs he out there. Yeah. Let's do it. But speaking of Yankees pitching, because I don't know if you, I don't got any more proposed trades, and I'm out. Yeah. I have the perfect fun dumb question for you, oh, and hit me. I think we're about to spark a war between the New York fandom. Who do you think is the better pitcher? Or if you could draft right now, who are you taking? Jacob DeGrom or Garrett Cole? Who's better? I've always thought DeGrom is better. It's tough because Garrett Cole had that win record. I think it was 20 games, something like that. It got broken, though. Just the Yankees and Astros have been better than the Mets, so it's tough 
but I think I like the drum stuff more. I think he back-to-back Saigungs, that's impressive. And Cole, he's been doing it, but he hasn't been doing it for as long. I really think he found something in Houston that whatever you think that may be, but um, I think I gotta go to, gotta go to drum. See, I'm also on the DeGrom train, but I felt like this was a little bit... People keep saying that Garrett Cole has the best fastball in baseball. I disagree. I think DeGrom has the best fastball in baseball. DeGrom is dialing up to 100 last start, I think, Yeah, which is crazy. He, 13, 14 strikeouts his last start against the Marlins. Somehow didn't get a win. So once again, proving how useless the win stat is in baseball. Yeah. Get out of here. Trash that. Stop using it. But... So, garbage. Garbage. But Jacob DeGrom, man, I think he's better fastball than Garrett Cole. Better slider or better off-speed stuff than him. And he does it on a bad team consistently where he's the only chance and gets no run support. He just goes out and shoves every time. So he's doing it longer. Two Cy Youngs. Garrett Cole has zero. So neither of them got a World Series. So we're kind of in the same boat there. And he's mm-hmm. got a longer track record. So give me Jacob DeGrom over Garrett Cole. Do you like the long hair DeGrom or the short hair DeGrom? Short hair DeGrom scares me more. Short hair DeGrom has two Cy Youngs. Long hair DeGrom is cool looking, but he doesn't have any Cy Youngs. Do you think he's more aerodynamic now? Like there's less, you can get more I on his fastball? I think his, his face glides to the wind like a little chickadee. All right, we're going to have to keep track. So, so short hair Jacob DeGrom has two Cy Youngs. Yes. Long hair has zero. Long hair Garrett mm-hmm. Cole has zero Cy Youngs. Yes. How many Cy Youngs does short hair Garrett Cole win? That's what we have to find out. Because maybe we're judging Cole too harsh because he has long hair. We haven't given short hair Garrett Cole enough time. I think he wins one. Short hair Garrett but Cole? not. Short hair Garrett Cole wins one in 2023. That's a long time away. He's going to be a little old. Yeah, I think he, um, some young guys steal it from him in the next couple of years, but then he comes in and he's like, Everyone kind of has a bad season, but he's like, I've still been doing this thing for a couple of years. Come on, give it to me. And then they do. And he just goes out and shoves? Yep. Okay, I, I could see it, but I, I'm a fan of long hair pitchers, so it kind of hurts me right here. Yeah. It hurts my... It is tough. I mean, an, another short hair guy kind of want to talk about, even though we hate the win stat, it's kind of cool to see a lot of wins. Shane Bieber's 6-0. and Six wins. That's crazy. I feel like we've only played six games. Well, Shane Bieber, the win stat is... I hate it, but it's good. It can ref- if a pitcher shoves and they get wins, it makes sense. Shane Bieber has been the, maybe the MVP of baseball this season, consistently mm-hmm. just shoving every time he goes out there. So he's gonna win. So that makes sense. But short hair Shane Bieber also shoving. Is there a long hair pitcher who's just doing it right now? Oh, there definitely is. I mean, Noah Syndergaard, but he's hurt. He's hurt. Who's the best long hair pitcher in baseball? question right there who knows i can't think of one because all the young yeah, guys got all all the dude guys doing it right now got the the buzz going they got the buzz mm-hmm. go lucas giolito comes out with the buzz he shows a no-no kenta maeda got no hair he goes out and shows a, a near no-no so who's got the best long hair yeah. in baseball people sure. is that like a trend now the long something we got to look out for but even, like, players, I'm trying to think of players with long hair. My guy, this is tough. It makes me sad. Bring back the mullet. This is, why is this so tough? Yeah, wait, okay. Bauer, Freed, Lynn. Short, short, short. 
Maeda. Matt, we don't. What about Austin Nola? Uh, Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola. Uh, not long hair. I would say he's um. I don't think that's long hair. I think that's like you put your hair in a hat and it makes it look fluffier in the back type thing. He's got like the same length okay. of hair I do. Obviously, not a visual pod. Um, but he's, yeah. So I don't think he's long hair. I think he's uh he's medium. So. Probably medium hair. We can count that. Zach Wheeler's got short hair. By the way, we don't talk enough about Max Fried on this podcast. Yeah, we ha- we haven't been on his hype train at all. He's he's doing the thing. Yeah, shout out Mansplain Baseball elsewhere. Bring in fire Max Fried shirts. But yeah, dude just shoves. The Yankees, the Braves beat the Yankees two games. Ronald Acuna came back, dropped the first four hundred seventy foot. Bomb on first, Garrett Cole. First at bat off Garrett Cole. He hit a ball from the ten day aisle. He comes back and he says hello. He hit a ball four hundred and seventy four feet off Garrett Cole after being hurt for how long? And then it brought my other Twitter uh, question: Tatis or Acuna Jr. Who do you want? Because mm. I feel like Tatis is the sexy pick now because people don't really realize yeah. how good Acuna Jr. is. I. It, that's honestly such a hard question because if you asked that last year, I'm thinking you're getting Acuna. You asked that this year, it's 100% Tatis. And I do, I think they're pretty similar. Just, I think people forget. I mean, Acuna is a small center fielder who can hit a ball 470 feet and he's so young. It's tough. I love both of them. It's kind of like a, it's like a, love triangle going on in my head right now it's so true though because you asked last year Cunha Jr. hit 45 home, 45 home runs or something and was the face of base like the young talent of baseball everybody loved him so I must say right now I'm gonna stick with Acuna Jr. I'm just gonna go with it yeah I honestly think just because Tatis plays shortstop and Acuna plays outfield center field on the Braves I might have to do Acuna, even though I think Tatis is amazing. I think Acuna, this is going to sound weird. I like Acuna's power better than Tatis' power. Yeah. Uh, I'm. He has more like bomb power, though, so that makes me think it's not as consistent. I, f- I feel like Acuna could turn into the strikeout a lot, hit a lot of bombs, while Tatis is more like... Tatis has really good play- plate vision. Yeah, he and he he hits balls like everywhere with power. I feel like Acuna is like you're, Heavy you're pulling pole. the ball eight hundred feet. That is true. That is true. He's got a cannon. It's though. tough. Yeah, I mean, there's no bad pick. I think those are the top two of the future of baseball. Maybe probably throw Soto in there too, but I think he's less. Well, he's a hitter. Well, Soto's a hitter. I sparked a lot of anger the other day because I tweeted mm-hmm. out that Juan Soto is the best hitter in baseball right now, and I believe that hundred percent. Right now, yeah. right on August 27, 2020, Juan Soto is the best hitter in baseball. And I don't think it's close. Do you know Mike Trout's hitting 255 on the season? Mike Trout has slipped really quick. It's making me a little sad. Real sad. I think I think we're seeing a bit of a mail-in factor by Trout. I mean, probably, and I don't blame him, honestly. I don't either, but are we going to start hearing some rumbles in Los Angeles that, like, you know, maybe Trout wants out? I don't know. Can he, I don't know his contract. Can he even get out? Probably what not. What is the likelihood that he gets out of that 10-year deal? John Carlos Stanton got traded. So. He did. But, like, what team is 
taking on that money. Like that's New York. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't even think they want that. Trout Judge Stain is your outfield. Oh my god. <laughs> I honestly don't even think they. I don't think they I, can pay I, that's for. That's not it. a possibility. It's not. But I'm saying. Yeah, they. Not. And and, a, and a, we're a fun pod if. Trout starts knocking on the door, and you're the Red Sox. How much are you giving up to get that man? Everything. I'm gonna be honest. I don't want him. That. I don't want him. If you're the well, that's a player that you you have to trade literally your whole team. And we've seen it doesn't work. You can't trade your. Yeah. You can't just have the best player in baseball. It just doesn't work. You need. Yeah, it, it's not working on the Angels right yeah, now. Yeah, so I just I don't like that concept of having the best player in baseball because I feel like it hurts the rest of your team in a weird way because then it's like you're piecing around this one mammoth guy with a huge contract it's like if you're building a baseball team you're like okay we just we're this is what we need where if you're building a baseball team with Mike Trout it's like all right this is what Mike Trout needs we got to put it around him and it's not his fault it's just Mike Trout's the centerpiece so now everything goes off of him look look at the angels we're always like okay they have Mike Trout and what else they're always piecing it together. Yeah. Uh, this year just sucks for them, too, because they have a good team. Like, they should be good. They have four amazing players. They got Rendon, Trout, Dylan Bundy, Shohei Otani, and then David Fletcher you can throw in there because Otani can't really pitch this year. So, it's – I mean, that's an amazing group of guys. It really and is. They suck. I got one more question for you. One more, and we should get out of here. I think you have to go. I do got to go. But our last question. Who's funner, David Fletcher or the recently released future Red Sox, Brock Holt? Probably Fletcher. I, honestly, I love Brock Holt, but I don't, think, I don't think he's that fun. Me either. Thick mustache, though. Cool mustache. I like him as a brewer, honestly, but um, couldn't really hit. He's, he's not that young, fun guy. I think Fletcher's really cool. He's he's really good. He hits. I mean, he's hitting like three twenty. Like he's he's a guy that we should do a deep dive on in the future because he's going off this year on the Angels. So that's crazy. But Brock Holt, I know Red Sox Twitter loves him. Baseball Twitter loves him, but um, never really a huge fan of him. He had a cycle in the playoffs though, which is kind of cool. That is cool. I've never been a huge Brock Holt fan either, but I understand the love. Just never really tickled my pickle. Never been a huge fan. Yeah, I was more of a um, Will Middlebrooks guy. Big Will Middlebrooks guy. So that's where we're at. Brock Holt, we love you. But David Fletcher, you're our favorite right now. You got anything else for us? Um, Probably just don't be mad that baseball is not playing right now to our listeners out there, if anyone's listening. Um, that's stupid. So yeah. there's more important things in the world going on right now. The Red Sox will return. The Mariners will play another game. It's not a big deal. There's more pressing issues. Educate yourself. Stay safe. Yes. Don't be stupid. That's all we got to say. Just don't be mm-hmm. stupid. That's that's about it. You're not going to get some deep, informative talk at the Turning Two Pod, but yeah. you put that quite well. And that's about all we got for you today. Check us out on Instagram, at the Turning Two Podcast. We'll be posting daily content, fun stuff for you guys to see, stupid conversations. Maybe you'll hear more of our food takes. Maybe you won't. Depending on Jack's how Jack's feeling in the editing. Check us out on Twitter at the Turning Two Pod. Tweet us your questions. If we didn't get to your team or the topic you wanted to hear, let us know and we will give you an answer right there. And yeah, check us out Spotify, leave a rating on Apple Podcasts, get that algorithm going, and we'll see you next time with some sort of episode.